0: You are listening to King Jesus Radio, the official podcast of New Living Way Church. To know that He's with us, no matter where we go, where we're at, even if we're sleeping. So don't feel bad if you're in bed; the Lord is still with you. Amen. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. God bless you. I do want to open up with a scripture, Psalm 150. If you know it, shout it out. A psalm of praise. Praise the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to the abundance of his greatness. Praise him with a trumpet sound. Praise him with a harp and a lyre. Not a lyre, lyre. Praise him with a tambourine and dancing. Praise him with string instruments and flute. Praise him with resounding cymbals. Praise him without cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the lord praise the lord hallelujah everything that has breath praise the lord we have breath today it's obvious we're alive we're breathing and that's because of our lord king jesus let's praise him with everything that's within us because we know we're filled with air let it be air that's worthy to be received by the king in heaven amen god bless you and let's worship because we're ready to worship in his sanctuary hallelujah
1: Praise God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And that's what we can do. We definitely have that. And, you know, as, as uh, Sister Karen said, as the, the breath of the king was in the hand of the Lord, you know what? And that's a very good thing right there, as we know, as she said, as well, as we read earlier, that everything that has breath. Praise the Lord. You know what, with our breath, we can choose to praise the Lord. You know, as our brother here said, just continually cons- seeking Him and following Him on that path. You know, taking that step of faith and just starting to use that breath for His glory and for what He has purposed it for. And you know what, and today we know that many are struggling with this COVID that it tends to affect the lungs, it affects the breathing. So that this morning we can thank the Lord that, you know what, Lord, You are every breath that we take, Lord. You are every breath. You are the breath in my lungs. You are the breath in my life. You are the air that we breathe, Lord God. So this morning, we're going to lift up those today. We know, you know, many have tested positive. We have brothers and sisters that, you know, have gone through this as well here in this house and been around those that have tested positive, you know, and just different things. And I'm pretty sure you guys of all, everybody in here has been around somebody, you know, or at work or at school or around. You're just hearing so many things that's going around. You know, you drive by a, a restaurant. You're like, man, I just, I just bought food from there, and now it's shut down. You know, you go to the Starbucks, and the Starbucks is shut down. You're just like, man, something's up here. You know, it's just a reality right now. But we can thank the Lord that he, has, he is the very breath of life. Amen. So this morning, let's pray, amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just give you the praise, the glory, and the honor, and we just thank you, Lord Jesus, for such a beautiful day today, Father God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for the very breath of life that we have in you, Lord God, because your word says that you breathed into Adam, Father, and you gave him life, Father God. And Lord Jesus, we know today that you still breathe life, Father, because you breathe life into us, Father God, when we became born again, Lord Jesus, and filled by your holy spirit because of the faith in you lord jesus so father today in the name of jesus christ we lift up those that don't know you today father god that you would breathe your very breath of life into them father that they would turn to you that they would repent that they would confess you as their lord and savior my god and that you would fill them my god with your holy spirit my god and father god with that breath my lord they would start to praise you my god right where they're at my God whether they're sick in body sick in mind sick in soul in spirit my God but father we thank you for the very breath of life that we have in you Lord Jesus and father today my God we lift up those today our brothers and sisters my God the family members my God co-workers Lord God father God those that we may know or been around that have father tested positive for this COVID-19 father God father in the name of Jesus Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for the very breath that you have given them within their lungs, my God. And with that breath, my Lord Jesus, may they praise you. May they confess the name of Jesus, Lord God, and may there be healing and restoration in the body, my God, Father, in Jesus name, Lord, because your name is greater, Father God, than this COVID-19 and than any other sicknesses, Father, such as asthma, Father God, such as cancer, such as Father god lord aids and all these other things out there my god father diabetes my god in the name of jesus you are greater ms my god you are greater my god in the name of jesus christ lord we speak life in the name of jesus lord god raise up your people lord god to you be the glory father god and in the name of jesus we thank you for your peace and your comfort through it all lord jesus Because, Lord God, we know that you are able, my God. We know that you are able, Lord Jesus. And, Father, we just thank you, Lord Jesus, for all the testimonies, Lord God, and your faithfulness, Lord God, for bringing your children through, but also for those that don't know you today, my God. But, Lord, they are seeing you, Father, right where they're at today. And, Lord God, thank you, Lord, as you are drawing them by your Spirit, Lord. Father... May they confess You and know You as their Lord and Savior, Lord Jesus. And Father, we just thank You this morning that our every breath is in Your hands this day, Lord. And we just thank You, Lord, as we decide and make a a choice, Father, that with every breath, my God, we will praise You, Lord God. So, Father, we just thank You this morning. We give You all the glory, all the praise, and all the honor, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. Our God is good. Our God is good. Amen. So we're just grateful to the Lord this morning. Thankful to the Lord. Just a couple of quick announcements this morning. There is no Bible study or prayer as far as our Wednesday night and Fridays this week, but we have been going to the book of Daniel. And I pray that you guys have had a chance to, you know, take a chance and uh, pray with us along through the book of Daniel. We've been, we started on Monday. We've been going chapter by chapter every day. And, um, and this today, this morning we did chapter seven. I do apologize if the stream this morning kind of cut off, but it is up there now. Um, the connection was a little, you know, a little, I think it, uh, was having some issues this morning, but, uh, we're, we're up and going now. So if you'd like to take a look at it later, feel free to do so. And all we've been doing is just coming together for those that have come out or you at home or in your car or in the shower or wherever you're at, wherever you read, you know, uh, wherever you take that time with the Lord, you know, it's just been amazing through it just to see the lives of these these Israelites and just to see the continuing in their walk with the Lord in their relationship with God, you know, and something that was brought out as we were discussing it and just talking about different things was, you know, when you look at the lives of Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, there must have been a place of forgiveness where they had to forgive this king, where they had to forgive this nation for what they had did to their people. I mean, they lost family members. They lost friends, family, different people around them that were killed. But in order for them to to thrive in this land, in order for them to do this, as in Jeremiah said, pray for the peace of that land because in it you will have peace. And we see this in this walk Because I don't believe any of that would have been possible for them to have such a compassion to a place where Daniel would come to a place to even say, King Nebuchadnezzar, I don't even wish this upon you. Any one of us would have come to a place and said, man, I hope that king gets what he deserves. (laughs) When he heard that interpretation that he would be sent out in the wilderness for seven years. But instead, Daniel doesn't speak from that place. He speaks from a place of compassion and says, May it never be a soul; may it be to your enemies. And how many of us know that there is power in forgiveness? So one of the things as we've been reading is we've just been repenting on behalf of ourselves and the church, the body of Christ, coming together in repentance in the areas that we have fallen so short and missed it. Even to a place where we are not willing to forgive. And as hard as it may be, But the Bible tells us so. God tells us this is a command of the Lord. But in that forgiveness is our freedom. In that forgiveness is our restoration. In that forgiveness is where we can truly start to hear the word of God. And the Lord can lead us and guide us and direct us. But we have to be willing to be obedient to his word. And one of the biggest strongholds is that is unforgiveness because we are not willing to forgive. And many times, I'm not saying it's easy to forgive. That's why we need the help of the Holy Spirit. We have to have the willingness to look at his word and say, Lord, I'm going to take you at your word, Lord God. And even though, Lord God, I'm not feeling it right now, Lord God. But Lord, I'm going to forgive because you tell me to. But in that now, the Lord will start to work out that forgiveness in your heart and in your life. And one day you'll come to a place where you realize, man, I have truly forgiven this person. But that could take years. It could take time, but it all starts with a willingness and a submission to God to say, Lord, I forgive. You might not still like the person. You might still have a little hate there. There may be some roots, but you're now giving God the opportunity to use your life, to heal you through that and teach you how to pray for your enemies, to pray for those that have come against And not only that, but God will allow you to to use you to speak life into them. Because it's in that mercy, as you give the mercy, that they're able to see the mercy of God. And that's the freedom that we can have. How many of us know if you want to be free, you need to be obedient? Giving unto God what is rightfully His, coming to the Lord, surrendering to the Lord. You want to see doors open? You want to walk in the blessings of God? You want to see the glory of God? Be obedient. Walk in the obedience of God. Not what you think, not how you see it, not how you've been taught. No, what you know in your heart that God has spoken to you. And if you're not sure, then go to the Word of God. Study the Word of God. Look to the Word of God. Search the Scriptures out. Because I know there's many times in my heart and life, Lord God, why am I having such an issue here? I've got a heart and heart, I've got to go to the Word. I've got to look to Him, and I've got to allow Him to guide me and lead me by His Spirit, but that takes time. <laughs> and how many of us know that the Lord is still working some things out in our lives today? Thank God for that, amen? Thank God He's so patient. I thank God for that. I thank God for that. Because I know, like this morning in prayer, we miss many times opportunities. But I thank God that he doesn't hold it against us. But what he does is he uses that to teach me and you, if we're willing to have a teachable heart. If we're willing to say, Lord, here I am, teach me, show me, help me, Lord God. Yeah. Are you willing to the situation to say, Lord God, teach me through this, Lord God. Are you willing through that fight you had, not physically, hopefully, <laughs> to allow God to teach you through that? Oh, got quiet on me. I think I heard a cricket. <laughs> Was that a bird? <laughs> Are you willing to be teachable and have a teachable heart that no matter what we go through and face, even through sickness... Even through change, no matter what we face, are we willing to be taught by the Lord through it all? Because that's what he's doing. He's teaching me and you through it. But what he's doing is he's revealing and showing himself even greater in our hearts and in our lives. If we're willing to keep our eyes open to the Lord. So let's stay in the book of Daniel this week, amen? (laughs) We will continue in the book of Daniel this week uh tomorrow we'll be in chapter eight and we'll every day we'll finish up on friday so we're coming here for prayer at six to eight but you know feel free to join us i am putting up a video of the reading every day and uh feel free to pray you know whether it's at night during the day the morning whenever it is or just take the time and read the scripture you know whenever you can and just you know what and i know the lord's teaching us and doing a work through this word so just you know that's what we'll be doing this week and uh, we're just thanking the lord through it all amen Amen. And next Sunday will be a little bit different. So I will definitely keep you posted. I will put something up there and kind of let you know. But we are going to do something a little bit different next week. Um, so I'll keep you updated. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I'll keep you guys updated on that. Let you guys know what we're going to be doing next week. Yeah, I'll send out a text or I'll put up a video on the YouTube and like that you guys can uh, we will all be in, in a sync of what we're doing next week. Praise God. Amen. But for sure the 915 service will be up and the stream will be up and running that day for that one. Praise God. So let's turn our Bibles this morning to Acts chapter 3 and we're going to be looking at verse 1 through 10 this morning. You know it's amazing through all of this that You hear so many things, you might get so many phone calls, so many texts, so many emails or whatever it may be. There's just always something to be going on today. How many of us are in that place today? It's just like you hear something here, someone there, and it's like, man, this is heavy. It's a lot of stuff going on. And many times we don't really, you know, you just don't have the words. You don't know what to do. Or at least that's what we think. At least that's what happens when we allow everything to start to weigh me and you down. And we forget that we have something, someone greater. And the title of today's message is, Are You Holding Out on Me? And many times, you know, you may get something to eat, and you may try to hide it, and you're holding out from your wife or your husband or your kids. You're planning on going somewhere and you don't want to say anything, so you just kind of hold out on them. You're not going to let them know. And they see you getting ready to go in the car. Where are you going? I don't know where. You holding out on me? You holding out on me? It's something you know you have or something you know you're doing, but yet you hold out from those around you. And that's the question to me and you today. are, Are you holding out on me? Imagine someone around you that you know, your daughter, your wife, your husband, your parents, your grandparents, your nieces, your nephews, your, your uncles, your aunts, your tios, your tias, same thing, your coworkers, your schoolmates, friends, neighbors, anyone you come in contact with, someone out in the street, someone you just ran into, cashier, an employee somewhere, someone just waiting in line with you. And imagine them asking you this question, are you holding out on me? Are you holding out on me? And you may ask yourself, well, what do you mean? Well, you have something, you have someone that they need. And they may be a believer and they may not be a believer, but you have something, you have someone that they need. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Lord God. We thank you for your word this morning, Lord, and we just thank you, Father God. As Lord, we are just here, Father, submitted unto you, Lord, and we just ask you to teach us, to instruct us, to guide us and lead us in everything that we do, Father God. Father, we thank you for your word this morning. We thank you for your presence here today, Father God, and we just thank you, Lord, as you lead us and guide us through your word this day, Father, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. We're going to look at two individuals here that chose not to hold out on this man, and you'll see what I'm talking about as we read this morning. So let's go to Acts chapter 3, verse 1 through 10. So we see here that Peter and John did not hold out on this lame man that was here at the gate beautiful. It says that they would put this man out there daily because he could not get there out on his own. And he would beg. And this was his way of life. This was his way of living. This is how he made a living through begging because he could not work. And so he would depend upon the people coming into the temple. You know, obviously he must have heard, you know, it's better to give and. To help the poor. And so, what comes to mind is that Peter and John most likely had seen this man before. Could it be possible that they had been walking into the temple time and time again, but it wasn't until this day that they were willing to look at this man? How many people today do you know in your life that you have seen time and time and time again daily? you pass them daily you see them daily but are you really looking at them and are you willing today to really look and see someone today as you pass by them you know it's amazing we see so many people I can't even account the amount of people we must see a day not just right in front of us but even right now people passing by in the cars So many people passing by that I don't even know. How many people in our lives today do we pass by that we don't see? But see, these men were walking in the relationship with their Lord, and they were on their way to prayer. They could have easily said, oh man, we got to get to prayer. I mean, you know, kind of sucks for this guy, but I got to get to prayer. Many times me and you could be on our way somewhere doing something and we forget, no. A person is more important. But is that the case today within our hearts? Me and you may not know what to do for somebody today. We may not know how to help them. We may not have the means to help them. But we have the one who can. Because today's message is just a simple message that stop holding out on those that God has placed in your life. Stop holding out on those because of your fear of what they might think of you or what you think they already know. Stop holding out on those today whom you see day and day out and God has spoken your hearts To either pray for them, to encourage them, to love them, to just smile at them. Stop holding out on those around you today. Stop holding out on those just because you don't like them or you don't fully understand them or you have something against them. Stop holding out on them. Stop holding out on those today that everyone else has an issue with. And now you do because you've gotten caught up in what everybody else is doing. Stop holding out on those around you. We may not know what to do or how to say or the words to speak. But the one thing that me and you do have today, and we can be encouraged as we we go on our day-to-day, Is we may not have silver and gold. We may not have all the right words. We might not know what to say. We're not doctors. But what we do have is the name of Jesus. If anything else we take here from the day is, you have the name of Jesus. you do have something. Because you have someone today. So don't let the fear, don't let the anxieties, don't let everything that you hear cause you to think differently. You be reminded and let us be reminded today we have the name of Jesus. And we can pray. And we can let them know there is hope. And we may not fully understand everything, but we can pray for somebody. We can encourage somebody. We can speak life into that person. And maybe you can't do it in person, but you can take that time out of your day and start to pray for that person. You can start to pray for that mother-in-law, for that father-in-law, for that cousin, for that child, for that person, for that coworker. You and I can start to pray in the name of Jesus. Because that's who they need. Because that's who we need. That's who we need. But are we going to continue to hold out on them? Because through all of this, how many of us have had our moments where we forgot, God, you are greater. How many of us have found ourselves in a place where you hear somebody test positive and right away, we're like, oh my God, Lord, was I around that person? Instead of looking at it and saying, Lord, be with them, God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, heal them, Father God. Bring them through. Be their comfort. Let them know you are God. And now, Lord, give me the wisdom, Lord God, on what I need to do next, Lord Jesus but I'm going to trust you. How many of us have been there? And we catch ourselves in a place that we're looking at someone and, oh, they could have it, they could have it, they could have it, they could have it. And so, therefore, we don't even want to look anymore. Yes, we use wisdom, but not so much to a place where we start to pull away from people where we don't even want to pray for anyone, where we don't want to talk to anyone, where we don't want to encourage anyone. Because we start to fear a virus, we start to fear the ways of the world more than we fear God. We use wisdom and always remember, we need one another. We need fellowship, we need communication, we need to see people. You know, it's amazing to find those that had a quarantine, they hate it because they're all alone by themselves. And how many of us know when you're all alone, it's nice for a little bit, (laughs) but then after a while, it's just too much because we need one another. But we also need the help of God. Lord, help us to see people in your love, God. Help us to see people with the need, the need of you, Lord Jesus. Because they could have easily looked at this man and said, oh, I don't want to talk to that man. Here, just take this. Could have easily looked upon that man and said, I got to get to prayer. But they were willing to look at him. Because it says they directed their gaze at him. He mattered. How many of us know you matter? We matter. People matter to God. He loved humanity so much that he sent his son Jesus to die for the world. That we can know how much he loves us. And that we do have a purpose, a plan for our lives. He has one for me and you. And that is to bring him glory. It says that this man got up praising God, leaping and praising God, shouting out to God. And because of that, so many others were able to see this man and see this healing and say, wow, this man was the one at the gate. Look at him now. And it all came because Peter and John were not holding out on this man. Peter and John recognize, I got nothing to give you, man. But what I do have, I give to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. Yeah. And we have that same ability today to say to someone, what I do have, I give to you in the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk. Rise up and live. But see, many times we become Selfish. Because we love to receive, we love to come to church, we love to read our word, we love to praise God, but it's all about, Lord, what can I receive? And it's okay to receive from God, but are you willing from what you receive to give it back? Are you willing to take it out into the world and live it? Or are you looking to come into the house of God? Are you looking to worship God for the goosebumps and how He can make you feel, but you're not willing to go out there and live it and give it? Isn't that what Christmas is about? To give it. But you can't give it if you're not willing to live it. But we as a people can be thankful to God and say, Lord, but I need you now to help me to go and live this. To be that example, to be that light, to be the one, my God, that will continue to praise you and glorify you and continue to seek you, Lord God. But are we willing to do so today, church? Because he says, but what I do have, I give To you. I'm not talking about your money right now. I'm not even talking about your time. I'm talking about the greater one that lives in you. And in that, if He causes you to give some time, causes you to give some attention, causes you to give some money, and starts to lead and guide you in that, be obedient. Be willing to give. See, these men didn't have to go and ask, well, God, is this what you want me to do? They didn't have to go fast and pray. No, they were ready because they were walking in a life continually with the Lord, they know who their God is. Ask yourself the question, as I've had asked myself the question, who have I been holding out on? Who have I been holding out on? You know it's amazing? Many times you will find out it's those closest to you. As Brother Oscar said, he started to pray for his daughter and then his wife and the family around him. Many times we catch ourselves not even praying for our wife or our husband or praying for our kids or praying for those closest to us. Why are we holding out? And I ask you today to ask yourself that question, who am I holding out on today? But today, Lord, I'm no longer going to hold out on that person or persons. Because you know what? I do have something. I have someone. And it's you, Jesus. You know how we know this today? Because me and you at one point in time were like that lame man. Begging. Searching. Lost, but because God gave His Son for me and you, me and you are able to have life today. He rose me and you up from our pit, He rose me and you up from our sin, from death, and gave me and you life. And I thank God for every man and every woman who has lived their life continually serving Him, because of that, the message reached me. The message reached me and you today. And the message is still reaching those today that have not heard it or don't know it or don't believe it yet. But because the message doesn't change and the message continues to be going forth and staying true, then eventually one day they will hear that message and they'll respond to that message and they will know the Lord for themselves. That's why the message must never change. That's why the message should never stop being about Jesus. Because it's only in Jesus that this world can be saved. How many of you are still standing today? I am. I thank the Lord today that I'm still standing today. I thank the Lord today that I'm still going forward today. Not in my might, but in his might. I thank the Lord for you today that you are continuing to serve the Lord. I thank the Lord for all those watching with us today that are still serving the Lord today, that are still trusting him, that are still going forward and fighting the good fight of faith. You know what that does? It brings glory to God. Because me and you are here today because of our faith in Jesus. And because that faith is steady and firm on the foundation of the rock of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because in Acts chapter 4 verse 12 it says, And there is salvation in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Do we believe that this morning, church? Amen. Yes. Then that's what's keeping me in you. That reminds me in you of what we have. Because we know that there is no salvation under heaven. There's no name given under heaven to which men should be saved but the name of Jesus. Yeah. This is what the Lord has been teaching me in you this year, church. Church. This is what the Lord will continually teach me and you, that there is no other greater name but the name of Jesus. No matter what language you speak it in, it is the name of Jesus today. And his name is great because he is great. It's not just knowing the name, but it's knowing the name to whom that name belongs to. So we don't have to hold out, church. Church. And we're standing today because we still believe this. And because we believe this, verse 13, Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated common men, they were astonished, and they recognized that they had been with Jesus. You know that today you are still standing because you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? You are still living today because of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And even those that have gone home, they're still living today because of their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ that's why me and you are here today that's why we can still praise the Lord today and that's why we can walk in the boldness and the confidence of our Lord Jesus Christ today because we know there is no other name but the name of Jesus that is powerful to save today there is power in the name of Jesus and we know this today because it's that name today that is allowing me to stand here today that is allowing me and you to live today that has given me a new life today that is able to give this world life today the name of jesus jesus and others may look at you and say why aren't you acting the way we do how come you're different and they can know these, this woman this man this child has been with jesus you came through church. You're still here today. You're still believing God. You're still trusting God. And no matter how it looks, no matter how it feels, no matter how many times you have fallen short, but you got back up because you still believe in the name of Jesus, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. He is your savior. He is your healer. He is your deliverer. And you can shout today because we're still standing in faith today. And it's because you've been with Jesus. You may say, but man, it's been a tough year. I found myself here. I found myself there. I found myself. Go back here. But you got back up again. Because the Lord didn't give up on you. The Lord said, no, I got you, son. I got you, daughter. And I'm going to bring you through. And because you choose to continually come back with me, others will see that man, that woman has been with Jesus. Sister Desiree, you've been with Jesus. Brother Ramon, you've been with Jesus. Jesus. Catherine, you've been with Jesus. And everyone here today and watching today, you've been with Jesus. And you could still live boldly and confidently because you know you got Jesus living in you. They recognized these men had been with Jesus. And it was the very Jesus that these men gave to this man now that was up and walking. Because in verse 14 it says, Being, But seeing the man who was healed standing beside them, they had nothing to say in opposition. You might not always have the argument. You might not have the book knowledge. You might not have whatever the wisdom of the world that you need today. But what you do have today is you can say, But I am standing here today because of Jesus. And there is no opposition to that. Because only between you and God do you know how he's provided for you, how he's taken care of you, how he has strengthened you, how he has encouraged you, how he's been your peace and your comfort through it all. And it's because you've been in with Jesus and there is no opposition to it. And even when you fall short and you've sinned, but thank God that when the accuser comes and you've come to the Lord, you've confessed it to God and you've asked for forgiveness, not even the accuser has got anything on you anymore. Because you've been washed and bought by the precious blood of Jesus. There is no opposition to that. No one can argue the change that has happened in your life. No one could ever argue the fact that this man was lame. They saw him, they knew him, and now he was up praising God. They recognized him. Hey, that's the guy that used to be at the front of the gate. That's the girl that used to be at the parties with us. That's the one that would be drinking more than we did. That's the one that was cussing up a storm. That was the one that used to live the way we did. That was the one that was in fornication. That was the one this, that, and this. But now look at them. And you may have still have some old ways. That's you know what the Lord's working in me and you. Praise God. Amen. Thank God, He that began a good work in us will see it to completion until the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm not saying you stop those things because you were told to do by a man. You were to stop those things because you were told to do it by God. I've shared with you many times. I stopped drinking because of my relationship with God. I stopped cussing because of my relationship with God. But I'll never put that on you. You, That's between you and God. But I had to make a decision with my heart. Will I ever not say a cuss word again? I don't know. I get pretty mad sometimes. Still in the vocabulary. (laughs) But is God going to kill me? I hope not. (laughs) No, but it's a decision in the walk that you make with God, it's in your relationship. It's that change in your heart when you realize, Lord, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to live like this anymore. I don't want to keep going back to the same thing and the same thing over and over again. And don't get me wrong, I have issues, you have issues, we all have something that the Lord is working on that we keep finding ourselves back in a place, but you know what? God is working the, the work out. You just keep trusting Him and know that He is faithful to bring me and you through. But what we do have to have is a willingness to recognize what God has done for us. Are you thankful to the Lord this morning for what Christ has done for you today? Are you thankful to the Lord today that he's still bringing you through? And it's because you've been with him. And it's because you're still with him. And I thank God that his word says, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. So even when I'm not fully with him and I'm kind of going this way, he's still with me. He's still with you. He's still with that backslider. He's still with that one that's rejecting him because he loves them so much you never give up on them. And they're making time and a place that they may look like he gave up on them, But no, all he's doing is he's just allowing some humbleness to come into that person's life. Because the only way they're going to cry out to God is to go, very low. And that's not an easy place, but you trust the Lord through it if He's given you the peace to do so. And we're going to close up over here in 2 Corinthians chapter 6 here. This is why it's so important that we be distinct, that we be holy, that we be set apart, not because we're perfect, not because we have it all together, no, but because of our faith and we recognize, Lord, it's you that is holy. It is you that has sanctified me. It is you that has washed me under your blood. So therefore, I have a responsibility, Lord God, to learn and to allow you to teach me how to live a disciplined life in my relationship with you. Just as we're reading as Daniel lived a disciplined life, It doesn't talk about all the imperfections of Daniel, which he obviously had, but it does talk about the disciplined life and how it was reflected and how it was seen on those around him, but in that, those others were blessed. God used him to speak life into into this king, into this nation. But are we willing... Because remember, we are in the world, but we are not of the world. We know the truth, his word. He speaks everything he's done, all the, everything, the purpose and the reason for it. And in verse 14 it says, Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? What accord has Christ with Belial. Or what portion does a believer share with an unbeliever? It's understanding that you know the truth. Don't ever hide that truth or that light because of who you're around and what they believe. You can respect what they believe, that's fine. But also they should respect what you believe. And you can be that light. You don't have to hold out on them. And you can pray for them. You can tell them about the Lord. You can just share your testimony or just about what you're going through, but how God has been faithful to you as the Lord leads you. Don't be afraid to do so. And that's why it warns us from yoking ourselves with unbelievers, because what happens is we start to be influenced by the teachings of the world's. We start to allow our emotions and everything that goes on, and we start to get caught up in everything else, and we start to become fearful. I've been there many times, especially in this year. I've caught myself, I've found myself in this place, and I have to remind myself man, no, I can't. I'm not. I know the truth, Lord. I know you're faithful. You might wonder well, wait, you're a pastor. Yeah, I'm a pastor, but I'm a human being, I'm a man. And I could be influenced as well, especially when it's the majority, or at least it looks like the majority. But then I remember, no, God, I have the majority. You are that majority, because you're greater, Lord. And sometimes I just stay quiet and I just pray silently. And sometimes I speak. But what I've come to know, it's how I live. And I just continue to say, Lord, I'm going to continue to live for you. And Lord, just let them see you, God. Because there's going to be times I'm not always going to say the right thing. There's going to be times I'm not always going to act the right way. You can ask (laughs) Letty. She said yes really quick. That was pretty fast. (laughs) But it's not about me always acting perfect. It's about who my trust is in. It's about who your trust is in. Don't try to be something you're not. Don't put up a, a fake face. Don't be a hypocrite. Because eventually they'll see through it. But if they could see a real person who just trusts God. And I'm not saying that God is okay with all we do and get caught up in it. But recognizing that. Being who you are. But letting them see the work of the Lord through your life and seeing the change and the transition and the discipline that you have because of your relationship with God. Because if you're only depending upon a Sunday for church, that's not a relationship with God, that's religion. If this is all you're depending upon, what happened when the doors closed many months ago? Imagine if Daniel was dependent upon the temple in Jerusalem when he was taken captive to Babylon where would he be we wouldn't he wouldn't even be in the bible but because it was it was more than that it was his relationship he continued to walk following the lord and this is why the scripture says this but let's look at verse 16 through 18 and i want you to you know Take a note on this scripture in your heart and in your mind this morning. this, This scripture is going to be very important to us here in New Living Way Church. What agreement has the temple of God with idols? For we are the temple of the living God as God said. I will make my dwelling among This is our scripture for 2021, New Living Way Church. Our scripture this past year was Acts 4:12 to 14. No other name given under heaven to which men shall be saved but the name of Jesus. And it went on to say, Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated common men, they were astonished and they recognized they had been with Jesus. But seeing the man who was healed standing beside them, they had nothing to say in opposition. No one has anything to say in opposition to you today because you have been walking with Jesus. And you may not realize it and you may have not have seen it, but others do. And my prayer is, is that the Lord will show you and me and that you will see and recognize that others have noticed Jesus in your life. And that you are a blessing to those around you. And that God has shown his love through you, even maybe when you felt you didn't, but because you're trusting in the love of the Father, he has been a blessing through, to, through you, through all of you. And there's no opposition to that because your faith is in Jesus Christ. And no one could ever tear down or come against anything that God has done for me and you in our lives. And that most important thing is dying on that cross for us and for the world today. But this coming year, we will now have a responsibility. See, that wasn't the walk, but now this comes down to me and you. This is the second time we've been given the temple of God in a different portion of Scripture. It's a little bit different here. But I believe God will bring us through as he has continually brought us through. But now he will also challenge us to live that disciplined life. But I know all things are possible because it's His Word. And if His Word is given to us, then He's given us all that we need the provision to do so. And we're just going to have to trust Him through it as we will be challenged. And you may have seen some things around you and noticed, and this Word has probably come to you in maybe different forms and different scriptures. And you may have felt a setting apart and recognizing and seeing some things in this past year and even in these past couple of months and weeks and days Hours, minutes, seconds. But it's because God is preparing me and you. All of us for this next season. Just because year change doesn't mean that's God's timetable, but. As God wills, then God does. And we will continue to trust him. Amen. So remember, stop holding out. On those around you. Yes, Sister Karen. I told you when I saw that I
0: was a vegetable. And I started putting on my business cards by military and I moved the little person under it. And I asked each one to pick the one that they needed. I'm getting thank you for a Christian, but who does that? Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Praise God. Thank you for not holding out, sister. <laughs> Amen. And this today message is not saying that we've been holding out. I believe God has used all of us in many different ways. But it's just a reminder not to hold out. And that that question will pop in our mind when we maybe see somebody and we just don't really want to see him or we're trying to avoid. But that word was planted there so then the Holy Spirit can bring that up and say, are you holding out on me? <laughs> the setup <laughs> Father in the name of Jesus we just thank you this day father we thank you lord god for not holding out on us lord god father you were willing to give your son for us lord you were willing to give your son for the world lord and father today lord many are remembering lord as father we celebrate christmas lord and father god many today lord god are looking to give lord but father god in the name of Jesus first of all lord we just First of all, lift up those, Father God, that, Lord, they would give from what they have, Lord, not what they don't have. Because, Father God, many times in the season, many people put themselves in debt, Lord. Because, Lord God, they want to give so badly, Lord, but yet they don't have. Father, in Jesus' name, in the physical, let us give from what we have, not from what we don't have, Lord. And let us use wisdom, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. And let us seek you, Lord God, and what it is we can give. As we were reminded today, Lord, we do have something to give, and that is you, Lord Jesus. As we hear this testimony, Father God, as those cards going out, and Father, thank you notes coming in, my God, because Lord, of what she gave them, Lord, just a a card, but Lord, representing, Lord, what you've done for them, Lord. Father, thank you, Lord Jesus. And Lord, let us have that peace today, Father, Let us walk in the joy of your spirit, Lord God. Father, being able to give, Lord Jesus, to those around us, Lord, and being willing to give, Lord, what we have and who we have, and that is you, Lord Jesus. Father, you know those around us more than we do, Father, even if we don't even recognize or know them, my God. But we ask you today, Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord, that when those times come, Lord, that, Father, you would help us, Father, to recognize it as you, And, Father, that we would be willing to give, Father God, You, Lord Jesus, to them. Whether it's a prayer, whether it's a word, whether it's a smile, whatever it may be, Lord. But, Lord, we believe that we'll know in that moment and in that time, Lord. And, Father, we just thank You this day, Lord. Father, we thank You, Lord, for all that You've given us, Lord. We thank You, Lord, for all that has been given to this world today, Father. And we just ask You in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that, Lord, many would acknowledge and come and recognize lord what you've done for them my god that they may have the peace and the wholeness lord god that we have today thank you lord for being with us through all this my god thank you for father god lord all the testimonies and father god for us being able to see your glory through it all lord father may we continually long to be in your presence may we continually long father god to come to you lord and father it may start father just from a discipline lord as Father, maybe setting a schedule to read your word throughout the year, my God. Father, praying for five minutes a day, whatever it may be, but Lord, in Jesus' name, let us stick to it, but help us by your spirit to do so, Father. But Lord, in that discipline, in that place, Father, Lord, get us to a place, Father, where we don't need to do that, because Lord, now we're going to want to do it. And we're going to willingly, Father, seek you and pray and read your word and worship you, Lord, and gather together, Lord. And, Father, in those opportunities, be able to pray and share with others, Father. Father, for that encouragement, recognizing, Lord, we do have something to give, Lord. And that is the name of Jesus. So, Father, today, Lord, we've heard many things, Lord. Father, many different news, my God. Not just COVID, but other sicknesses and other things going on, Lord issues and relationships and father and families and in homes my god but father in the name of jesus we thank you lord that father we are able to give lord and that is you jesus so in the name of jesus lord we thank you today for the life that lord they have they can have in you and they do have in you when they believe father god but we believe lord so we are praying on their behalf lord and we just thank you this day father i bless your people this day father May we just go and live, Father God, and Lord Jesus in you, Lord. We thank you this day, Lord, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 God bless you. We are dismissed today. You guys have a blessed week. And uh, remember, Daniel chapter 8 tomorrow. Daniel chapter 7 was today. Amen. Amen. God bless you guys. Thank you guys for joining us online there as well. Amen. God bless you.